Hello, and welcome to this episode of Talking Sports with TK. I am TK, Tommy Chrysan, your host. Going to talk some baseball. The Hall of Fame made an announcement. Four new players that will become members of the Class of 2019 Hall of Fame. What an announcement it was. Mariana Rivera, Edgar Martinez, Roy Holiday, Mike Mussina. Want to get into plenty of things about that. We're going to be joined by Ben Nyhart. Ben's a baseball guy. He and I did a podcast last week about the upcoming announcement, and now we want to recap it and throw our two cents in, as they say, our opinions, our thoughts, and appreciate you listening to Talking Sports with TK. Please share this podcast with all your friends and family and the people you work with, all that good stuff. There is an option to support it at anchor.fm slash Tommy Chrysan. That's optional if you want to do that. I appreciate it to make this thing bigger and better. But at the very least, click favorite. You want to favorite the podcast and share it with everybody you know. Again, you can connect with me on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're going to hear a quick message. We're going to come back. We'll be joined by Ben Nyhart. We're going to talk 2019 Baseball Hall of Fame right here on Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Two. Welcome back to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Time to talk some baseball. And that means it's time to be joined by Ben Nyhart, a baseball guy who's going to do these podcasts with me from time to time to talk some baseball. Two guys from Chalmette, Louisiana, talking baseball. Wow. Ben, how are you doing today? Tommy, I am doing great, man. Looking forward to talking a little uh, baseball today. And, you know, it's always good good to talk with another fellow Chalmation. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, last week we put together a podcast and we talked about the upcoming announcement, which happened earlier this week uh, pertaining to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, they made the announcement four baseball players have been added to the 2019 Baseball Hall of Fame class. Uh, before we get into each guy, your overall reaction to the announcement uh, this past Tuesday evening. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was a little bit a little bit shocked, um, not necessarily by the guys that made it, but by the margins that they made it by. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, deserving guys nonetheless, but uh, definitely shocked by, you know, a couple of selections by the margin that they got selected by. So, yeah. You know, there's 450 members of the Baseball Writers Association of America, and in the last – five years or so there's been a little turnover and some of the old guard got off of the ballot there's been some younger people you must have covered baseball on a daily basis for at least 10 years to be considered to have a ballot so there's been a, a little change and that may be in part for the reason that you point out the margin with some of these guys and the bump up of some of the PED steroid guys in the percentage of votes that they got. So I think it's an antique system by which they elect members to the Hall of Fame, but it's been around forever. I credit them with tweaking it here in the past decade. 
uh, maybe five, ten years ago, and, and maybe we'll see what goes with that. Like you, I was a little bit shocked. But here's something I've always done, man. Any kind of Hall of Fame, okay? If we're talking about the Chalmet Hall of Fame, <laughs> I think the, the thing that happens that I think people go down the wrong path is you start talking about all the candidates who might be, you know, elected to be put into a Hall of Fame, okay? Mm-hmm. It can be any kind of Hall of Fame, the Podcast right. Hall of Fame, radio, sports, TV, uh, whatever. I think you have to compare to the people who are already in the Hall of Fame and is the candidate worthy of joining that elite group. And there's always going to be differences. There's always going to be subjectivity. But I I don't like when they get focused on all the people that might get Mm -hmm. in. No, how do they compare to those in there already, the ones that have already been put in that elite of the elite group? That's the way I've, I've kind of looked at it throughout my sportscasting career. Yeah, yeah. for me, it's it's not even, you know, I kind of look at it that way as well. But for me, it's just kind of more or less a feel, you know, whether or not, like, I, you know, a, a lot of these guys that were on the ballot uh, for this year were guys that I, I watched growing up and guys that I know actually know a lot about. And it's more or less a feel for me, like whether or not, you know, I feel like, well, you know, uh, this guy was, you know, he was just he was good at for a good five year period. But was he was he great? Was he one of those guys that just jumps off the page at you and says, oh, man, he's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, and for me, it's more or less a feel rather than, you know, comparing it to, to, to past guys. Although I do that as well. So I kind of like to take that all in as well. But for me, it's more or less a feel. And then looking at some of the numbers and, and looking at, uh, you know, some of the guys that are in as well and, and just kind of comparing it against that. But for me, it's more of a feel thing. One thing that did happen now is we had a player get 100 uh, percent of the votes. Uh, every ballot had Mariano Rivera listed. Uh, I'm going to make my comments and you sure. can make yours. I have no problem with him being the uh, getting the 100 percent unanimous vote into the Hall of Fame. I just don't know that he should have been the first to get that distinction. And that's not a slight on Mariano Rivera. That goes back to the antique system by which they elect people for this in some of the old days. Because, I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., you know, Ted Williams, I mean, we could go on and on. They weren't unanimous selections. Mariano Rivera is. I think he's deserving of it. And he'll go in history as being the first one. But that little topic is now off the table because we heard it every year in January. Who is somebody going to get 100% or not? Now, Derek Jeter comes up next year. He may be the next Mm -hmm. to get 100%. We'll worry about that next year. But your reaction to Mariano Rivera getting uh, being listed on every ballot. Yeah, it's surprising that he is the first guy to ever get 100% of the ballots, and I think you're right. I think it has to do with just the antiquated system of of the sports writers just – I, I just can't see how yeah, a guy like Ken Griffey doesn't get 100% of the vote. Um, and Mariano Rivera, the first guy to ever do it. I actually heard an interesting story that they actually signed him, I think, for like $3,000 on his original contract. So I'd say they got their they got their money's worth on that contract, uh, you know, at some point. But, yeah, 100% of the vote for the first time ever. Uh, you know, yeah, I think he's definitely deserving for sure. I mean, he's definitely one of the – I mean, he is, he is the all-time uh, stage leader. He is the best closer of all time. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's, it, he is definitely deserving of it, whether or not like he should have been the first guy. Yeah. I don't think he probably should have been the first guy that got hundred percent of the vote, but, uh, definitely deserving of getting, uh, the first guy to get hundred percent of the vote for sure. Well, 
let's talk about Mariano Rivera, uh, all-time major league saves leader, 652 saves, 13 times an all-star, five times a World Series champion, was the World Series MVP in 1999, spent his entire career with the New York Yankees. And, you know, the cutter, he just threw it just enough to miss the barrel at a bat. And uh, I, I read a thing the other day on social media that more people have walked on the moon and scored a run in the postseason on Mariano Rivera. No-brainer. I'm glad to see him. He's a good guy. A friend of mine, David DeLucci, said it's one of the best teammates he ever had. Mariano Rivera, class act on and off the field. Uh, No-brainer right here. Yeah, definitely the no-brainer. Uh, yeah, like I, I think I, I said this last week too, but uh, the, 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 the most uh, eye-popping stat is his career postseason ERA of 0.7 which is it is crazy over 100 over 140 plus innings so yeah definitely the the guy that uh you know definitely deserving the 100 percent of the vote and just a surefire hall of famer you know all the all the um whatever moniker you want to put on it he's the guy that is definitely you know a hall of famer and in everybody's book according according to the vote so we're talking with Ben Nyhart. I'm TK, talking sports with TK, Tommy Price. And next we want to talk about Edgar Martinez, a career batting average of 312, over 300 home runs, over 1,200 RBIs, played his entire career out on the West Coast with the Seattle Mariners, seven-time All-Star, two-time American League batting champ, his final year on the ballot, and he gets in. I think he's deserving. He kind of helped – define that dh position Mm -hmm. and uh, he excelled at it and and i'm happy to see edgar martinez into the hall of fame yeah edgar martinez he was the other guy that we both uh thought was going to get in i mean he was right on the cusp last year and i mean he's the is i I believe he's the first dh to ever get in is that right he's the first first dh yes the first guy who only dh yeah now he he had a few games in the field but he was known as right yeah that's what i thought too you know and uh, i guess if you're if you're gonna put a dh in i guess the guy that you're gonna you're gonna put in uh you know i kind of i kind of liken him to to ray guy and on the football world you know ray guy is the only punter in the hall of fame he's kind of if you're gonna put a punter in i guess put the best one in if you're gonna put a you're going to put a DH in the Hall of Fame. You might as well put the, you know, what most people believe is the most, the best DH of all time. So, yeah, Edgar Martinez was definitely, um, you know, one of those guys I thought was going to get in. And I do, I, do, I believe he is uh, deserving as well. So, yeah, definitely a, 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 a Hall of Famer in my book for sure. Well, and he did one of the things you talk about. He was really good for a really long time, you know. And out on the West Coast, you know, he didn't maybe get as much publicity and as much ink as, as uh, you, you know, some people would have liked. But, again, he did it very well for a very long time. And, uh, you know, his career was ended by the fact that he was around part of his career. He might not have been able to play third or corner outfield or anything. So, Edgar Martinez, I'm happy for him to be in there next up Roy Doc Halliday uh, many years in Toronto a handful of years in Philadelphia 203 wins an eight-time all-star two-time Cy Young award winner threw a perfect game in 2010 also threw a no-hitter in the postseason in 2010 tragically passed away in the plane crash uh, a couple of summers ago but Roy Doc Halliday uh, I'm all about him being in there, a pitcher who who did it very well for a very long time. Yeah, Roy Halladay. Yeah, I, I didn't, uh, you know, didn't see this 
um, coming first, first, you know, being on the first year on the ballot. Um, but I mean, definitely deserving a guy that won two Cy Youngs. Um, and like you said, he was, he was great over a long period of time. So I definitely don't have any issues with him getting in on the first, uh, on the first ballot. Uh, just one of those guys, apparently he was, uh, you know, he was a very good teammate according to most of his, uh, most of the guys that, you know, they're in the clubhouse with him. So, and, uh, very, yeah, like you said, very tragically passed away. So I think, I think that might have had a little bit more to do with maybe a little bit more to do with uh, why he got in on the first, on the first ballot. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but, um, definitely well-deserving. I mean, just, just one of the, uh, one of the few guys that won multiple Cy Young. So yeah, definitely don't have an issue with Roy getting in on the first, on the first ballot. So yeah, definitely one of those guys that I was definitely thinking he would get in. I didn't just didn't see it on the first ballot, but have no issue with it whatsoever. Yeah. And he like Rivera Martinez and Mike Messina, who we'll talk about in a minute, you know, class guys off the Mm -hmm. field, on the field, did a lot to give back to kids and and youth programs and whatnot. Uh, So tip of the hat to uh, Roy Doc Holliday. By the way, he's going to go in with a blank hat. That was his family's choice. Not going to wear the Toronto hat, not going to wear the Philadelphia hat going to be blank i believe i believe greg maddox did that and maybe one other mm-hmm. so uh roy halliday uh now a hall of famer and then the fourth member of the class and this surprised some including me mike musina long time with the baltimore orioles long time with the new york yankees he won 270 games he had a five-time all-star no cy youngs mm-hmm. no world series yeah. uh maybe the 270 wins pushed him over yeah. but a really good guy who, again, Ben, to follow your criteria, very good for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess he was – I knew he was going to get in. Like, I, I had a feeling he would get in. I just didn't think it would be this year. Um, you know, just you could see his his percentages creeping up year over year. Um, and then this is sixth year on the ballot, I believe, sixth or seventh year on the ballot. And, uh, you know, I was surprised that he actually got in this year. I thought maybe it would be another year before he got in. But I did. I kind of did a little research. I'm a numbers guy, so kind of did a little research, just kind of see uh, where he kind of ranked with 270 wins, probably being his. I would say that's probably his most where, where he hangs his hat as far as career stats that you know are going to be uh, you know what what he would hang his hat on for being in the Hall of Fame. So 270 wins. Uh, only a few guys above him that actually played in his era actually had more wins than Mike Messina. Uh, guys like Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, and Tom Glavin. So I mean, you kind of you kind of put those 270 wins. Another another guy, like I said, being great or not, not being good over a long period of time, uh, I think is what got him in. But just not a guy that you think, hey man, he was he wasn't really a dominant guy. I mean, he had a couple of years where he was, you know, I think he he was runner up one year in the Cy Young. Um, and had a couple of decent years, but nothing like that really was like, oh, man, that might be seen as he's not one of those feared guys like your Randy Johnsons, your Greg Maddoxes, your guys like that, one of those guys. But, hey, 270 wins, man, that's that's saying something. So, yeah, definitely uh, definitely a guy that you probably shouldn't be in there. And uh, just, you know, I just thought it would be another year. But, hey, like I said, 270 wins, can't really argue with that. So we congratulate Mariana Rivera, Edgar Martinez, Roy Holiday, and Mike Mussina. Of course, Harold Baines, Lee Smith will also be a part of that class later this summer up in Cooperstown, New York. Ben, uh, any names who did not get in 
who you want to speak about. And then this whole thing with the PEDs and the steroids and the Roger Clemens, the Barry Bonds, uh, uh, some of your thoughts on who didn't get in, who you might, who you think would mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. future and all of that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of see, uh, I hope, I hope Roger and, and Barry both, both get in at some point, man. They deserve to be in. I mean, you know, like I, like I said last, last week, it was, uh, you know, I, they have the numbers before they, you know, before they were, you know, supposedly to have taken steroids, um, you know, before they got, you know, bigger, I guess you could say. Um, they were good before that. You know, they were, you know, Roger Clemens won a couple of Cy Youngs in the 80s and, and Barry, I think, won an MVP before he got to, to the where he got when he was playing with the Giants. But, um, yeah, I think those guys are going to get in. I think, like you said, the turnover in the Sports Writers Association um, it's kind of leaning toward, more towards the younger side, which, you know, are, are guys that are, you know, closer to my age. And, and I think that, you know, they're, they're going to eventually get in, you know, maybe, you know, maybe in the 10th year, maybe they wait, make them wait the 10 years before they get in. Um, and then, and then Kurt Schilling for me too, is, is a guy that I think will get in, um, you know, had a, had a, I think three years where he came in second in the Cy Young uh, one, I think two years worth to Randy Johnson, his teammate when he was with the Diamondbacks. And then there was another one where he was second to uh, Johan Santana, which he, when he had that uh, crazy, crazy good year. Um, but I think he'll probably get in next year as well, just based on where the way that things are trending. Um, but yeah, the, the steroid guys for me, I think the, the, the Roger and Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds have to be in. I mean, I, you can't have a hall of fame without those guys. So yeah, I think those guys will probably get in. Maybe it'll be 10 years. Who knows? But uh, those are guys that should be in. Well, I think they will get in and, you know, because of the beauty of computers and smartphones, you know, future generations will be able to find out about the steroid era mm -hmm. and the PEDs and, you know, Bonds, Clemens and Andy Pettit and all the rest of them, mm -hmm. you know, it'll, it'll have its place in history. And then, you know, We'll see what happens with that. I agree with you with Kurt Schilling. I think he's a Hall of mm -hmm. Famer. His numbers, I think, support that, and, and especially in the postseason, what right. he did. He was pretty sporty there <laughs> as well. Well, I'm looking forward to this summer to, to check out the induction speeches and all the stuff that will go along with that. I, I've never been to Cooperstown, New York, but it is on my bucket list. I know people that have been there, and maybe one day I will get there. Who who knows? Have you been to Cooperstown? Before? I have not been to Cooperstown, but that is definitely one of the places I want to go uh, for sure because uh, – my, my actually, my dad went a few summers ago, and he said it was it was one of those things where you, you know it's kind of the bucket list, like you said, it's definitely one of those bucket list items for me as well. Ben Nyhart tells some folks uh, how they can get a hold of you if you can help them out uh, with the products and services that you offer. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. Uh, so I uh, Ben Nyhart, aka the Bayou Mortgage Guy, run a branch of Nations Lending. We do residential uh, mortgages and refinances. Um, if you guys would like me to help you out with that, you can uh, find me on all the social media sites at Bayou Mortgage Guy. Uh, and there you can find all my contact info. I'd love to help you guys, uh, you know, buy a house or refinance your house, help consolidate some debt. Um, that is what I do. And I appreciate you, Tommy, having me on.
<laughs> All right, man. We'll do this again soon. We appreciate folks listening to Talking Sports with TK. Available on all the platforms, anchor.fm slash Tommy Chrysam. It's available on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, all the main platforms. Uh, we hope you'll share this podcast with all your friends and make it a favorite so you'll know when the next one's come out. Ben, as always, great to talk baseball with you. We'll visit again soon. <laughs>